The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, the master ordered him to be sold along with his wife, his children, and all his property in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then, in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. Those words from the Old Testament book of Sirach express probably better than any words in the scriptures the dark side of the human heart. Why is it after all these centuries and even millennia and all of these prophets and teachers of God's way and even a Messiah why is it still that anger and wrath are hugged tightly by all of us? Wednesday, 
began. It was a beautiful September day. Most of us went about our daily work, our errands, taking care of things. About 11 o'clock, standing in line in Costco, folks behind say, something's happened over in Rockford. There's police going like crazy over there. The words, school shooting, are said. And you presume, of course, that this is just an exaggeration or that there's a misunderstanding or it's a prank or, you know, something like that. School shootings don't happen here. And then a little while later, you get in your car, you've paid for your stuff, and you're on your way home, and you turn on the radio, <laughs> and it's not a prank, it's not a misunderstanding, it's not a false call. Indeed, there's been a shooting at Freeman High School. Your heart sinks a little bit. There's no further details. So you go on with your day's business, the work, the opportunities, the things that are going on around you. A little later, you catch up on the news, your smartphone tells you that not only has there been a shooting at that school, but there's at least four injuries. Again, no further details. So your heart sinks yet a little more. And you go on with your day's work, things that you have to do, errands that need to be run. Sometime later, you check in again, and the news now says that there's one person dead. And that's all you know. Later still, news comes that indeed, it's a student who has died, three more students injured. And it was a student who did the shooting, but that's all we know. And your heart sinks yet more. Finally, the day ends and there's not much more news. The broadcast news is full of it, but you know, there's no new details and it's not really till the next morning and you open up the newspaper. You see the pictures of the kids and their names, especially Sam. Poor Sam, gone. And that's when that's when you finally cry. And with those tears comes the big question. How could this happen? What's going on here? What's wrong with our society, our culture, that this kind of thing can happen not just once in a blue moon, but happen over and over again? And now so close even to us. What's wrong with society? What's wrong with culture? What's wrong with our world anyway? And we know there's no good answer to that question. But if there is something wrong with society, then we cannot separate ourselves from whatever that wrong is. What is it in our lives that makes our society, our culture, our world so angry, so wrathful, so violent, so filled with thoughts of vengeance. It's in our hearts and our lives 
that these things call us to look, to examine. You know, it's very easy for us to say, I'm a good person. And I am a good person. We are good people. You know, we're good in so many ways. And yet, when we examine our own hearts and our own lives, we know that we too hug tight wrath and anger and revenge and vengeance. We don't forgive. We hold on to anger. We hold on to wrath. And we experience every day of our lives driving across the Maple Street Bridge and two cars have both lanes blocked and they're going 35 miles an hour and I want to get somewhere. And so you just are like this. Come on, move. And you feel that anger rise up in you. Where does it come from? Why do I need to get there so quickly? Why do those people bother me so much? Your neighbors consistently, week after week after week, overstuff their garbage can and it blows into your yard. These those idiots, what's wrong with them? Can't they take care of the neighborhood like I take care of the neighborhood? And you think badly of them morning after morning after morning, and especially when you have to pick up their garbage out of your yard. Maybe more serious some family members hurt us. God knows when, way back when, they said something or did something that really hurt us. And we can't let go of it. We might say to ourselves, okay, I'll, I'll forgive, but I ain't going to forget. Which is to say, I really haven't forgiven. And we hold on to that and we look for ways to poke them. We look for ways to make them feel what they made us feel. We hold on and hug our wrath and our anger. And forgiveness, well, we'll leave that for another day, maybe another life. And all of that is constitutive of what goes on in our society. Our society holds on to wrath and anger and vengeance and violence because we do. You can't separate us from it. Society is us. So here we are, hugging tight, wrath, and anger still. Now, the gospel reading today is very much apropos to this hard reality of the human heart's dark side. Peter comes up to Jesus. He's probably just had a fight with his brother Andrew. God knows over what. Maybe how best to tie the knots that'll hold their boat in place. Who knows? Something stupid like that. And he comes up to Jesus and he says, Jesus, do I really have to forgive my brother seven times? Because he drives me nuts. Because he's an idiot. Because he doesn't get things. Because he's, he's mean to me. Who knows what? And Jesus' response is, Peter, Peter, Peter. Yet again. 
Yes, you have to forgive your brother. Not just seven times, but 70 times seven times, which is to say an infinity multiplied by an infinity. And then Jesus tells this little parable. In the broadest strokes imaginable, it's almost like a caricature or a cartoon for Peter and the other disciples and for us to see. And he makes it so ridiculous that this guy who's been forgiven a trillion, million, billion dollars of sin by God could then turn around and not forgive his brother for 10 cents worth of sin. It's ridiculous. How could anybody not forgive the other person so little after having been forgiven so much by God himself? Jesus wants Peter and the disciples and us to see that forgiveness is absolutely essential and necessary because we have been forgiven. And he gives us the why of forgiveness. You must forgive because you have been forgiven so very, very much. And great, we have the why of forgiveness, but we all know, we all know that it is really hard to forgive. It's really hard to let go of our wrath, our anger, our resentments, our revenge. How then do we forgive what we know we must forgive. Jesus teaches us that too, not so much in words, but in example. Later on in the gospel story, as we all know, on his last day of life, he's hanging from a cross on a hot Friday afternoon, dying, breathing his last breaths. And he looks down on the very people who have so mistreated him who have been so unjust to him, so oppressive of him, so mean to him, so murderous towards him. And he does not say, I forgive you. What Jesus says in those last moments of his life is something very different. He looks to his Father in heaven and he says, Father, Forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. In other words, he prays for them. He prays for them. He turns to God, his Father, and prays for them. And what happens in that prayer is that he sees those people, those enemies, those who have hurt him, those who are killing him, those who have mocked him and scourged him. He sees them as God, their creator, sees them with compassion and mercy. They don't know what they're doing. They're so small and they're so weak and they're so stupid. They don't know what they're doing. And in that prayer, Jesus is free. He's free to love them. He's free to be compassionate towards them. He's free to forgive them himself.
So we know why we must forgive. Because God has forgiven us so much. And from Jesus' last breaths we know how to do it. We don't have to work up our courage to go up and say, I forgive you. What we have to do is pray for the people we hate. For the people who annoy us. For the people who hurt us. For the people who persecute us. For the people who mock us. For the people who kill us in any way, shape, or fashion. And in praying for them, like Jesus we are free to see them as God sees them, to be compassionate towards them and merciful towards them, and thus to forgive them. Wrath and anger are hateful things. Let us not hug them tight. 